And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindegaard making Forrest back pedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Hello and welcome to another Foot in the Opposition camp. Although, Foot in both camps might be slightly more appropriate for this episode. <laughs> Hampton and Richmond Borough on the agenda this Saturday afternoon. And I'm delighted to welcome back to the Glover's cast, someone who's been on before, but this is a slightly different part of the podcast for you to be on. Seb White, how are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Foot in both camps. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very conflicting feeling this this week, I have to say. it's um, Yeah, obviously, uh, it's... Well, the way things have gone in in recent times for Yeovil has has made it a little bit easier, shall we say, to have a foot in another camp. But yeah, things are obviously t- ch- changed around certainly in the last few months at Yeovil Town. So it's um, which is great to see, and hopefully, mm. I'll be back at Hewish Park again very very soon. There will be people listening to this starting to get a little bit confused. Yes. Thinking, but you've had Seb on talking about how his granddad took him to Hewish Park. He's, yeah, he's yeah. got a podcast where he talks about Nathan Smith scoring from 35 yards. I've heard this stuff before. Yeah. What is he doing talking about Hampton and Richmond? For those who may not know, yes, how course. are you affiliated to Hampton and Richmond Borough and how long have you been affiliated? To yeah, of course. Yeah, that no, makes sense. Uh, probably, well, 2014, 2015, I think it was. I've I've been West London ever since I've lived in London. And I went to the ground just to go and take it off the list, really. And um, had such a good time with a friend who lives actually in Hampton or just moved to Hampton. Uh, we just kept on going, really. And just seemed to, it was a very nice place to go and watch football. The Beverly uh, is certainly more traditional non-league ground, which um, was, well, yeah, well, fans will find out today. Um, uh, and, and really... Uh, just got deeper and deeper into things became a member of the supporters trust and then all the way up to being media director for a good couple of seasons mainly during the covid season which um was a real eye-opening experience to see obviously all manner of things were happening during covid and people were going through some terrible times but it certainly opened my eyes to the realities of of being involved in a non-league football not in non-league football and certainly a club that was in that was sort of fighting and scrapping for its for its life during a difficult time as as obviously a lot of other clubs were but yeah never did i we obviously played each other in the FA trophy mm. a couple of years ago um but never did i quite expect us to uh, uh, be playing in a league game which um which is i think is obviously sums up the the sad decline of Yeovil town more than anything uh, but it is it is what it is and um it will be very interesting to see, you know, the two teams come together once again, but this time in a league game. Does it also speak to not just the decline of Yeovil, but also the success, relative success of Hampton and Richmond? The fact that they've managed to maintain a position at this level and be relatively successful all the while. Good. Uh, It's also a good point well made, actually. It's quite easy because I sort of got start to watch. I started to watch. Sorry, start again. I started to watch Hampton and Richmond, um, in the league below where they are now. Um, and yeah, they have this actually in terms of their history is the most successful time in their history. They haven't, you know, maybe before in the early noughties with Alan Devonshire and, and, and people like that, they, they became, shall we say, dare I say now an established national league South club. And, 
that unfortunately came under threat last season, but they survived after a, a really good run towards the end of the season. But yeah, by and large, an established and pretty consistent National League South club. You know, it's um, it's testament to all the people that have been before and volunteers have um, kept the club going. And, and certainly there were some dark times as well, but everyone I know put so much in, into it. And I think that's one of the reasons why I started going watching and getting more involved was there was a, a real good group of people that were just desperate for, to see the team do well off the pitch and on it. You mentioned that FA Trophy tie. A certain Reese yeah. Murphy scored a hat trick. Uh, yeah. The more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> yes, I remember that day. Uh, I think I, I I did the commentary that get, game, uh, and obviously it was very odd to be sort of doing it from the other side. Um, and I don't just mean the Bartlett stand because I used to, always used to have a ticket in the main stand, but it was very uh, very strange. But what a difference he was that day, that man. Uh, what a you know an, an incredible player and. Um, Certainly, someone that I already knew of before he joined Yeovil because I could I'd seen him play for Chelmsford yeah. as well. So, a quality player at this level, still a quality player at this level. Um, obviously has has been so unfortunate with injuries, but um, I think I may have said on the podcast when I tried to give a bit of background to whole National League South, my overriding, um, my overriding assumption has been that if Yeovil can keep Reese Murphy and 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 the like fit then they should always have too much for this for this league going forward and um, I think we're already starting to maybe see that a little bit more I know that the FA Cup game was against a team in a few leagues a few leagues down but there's no doubt about it Yeovil can score some goals I think the problem is at the moment arguably keeping keeping them out but even again that seems to be something that Mark Cooper seems to be getting a handle on yeah, obviously with the signing this week of Michael Smith, that's, I guess, something that he's trying yeah. to, to sort out. Let's let's have a little look at uh, this weekend's fixture specifically then. First things first, why does the fixture computer hate you and why have you only played one home game thus far? <laughs> this is not a fixture computer uh, <laughs> issue. This is, um, long story short, the, the football club have, have recently had, uh, well, had to say recently, a year ago got, uh, got in some investment and some new owners who have, who have been trying to improve the infrastructure around the football club. One of those things was to uh, was to do a 4G pitch, uh, re- an artificial pitch there, which wasn't able to be, you know, the various permissions and the things weren't able to be completed in time. So, um, and as a result, we had to sort of, we were banking on not using the grass pitch, that, which into all intents and purposes wasn't in the best shape over after a pretty heavy season last year. So that needed some, pretty quick remedying and that's why the football club didn't have any home games for for a long long while and yeah it was difficult you know it's difficult ask any any team would struggle with playing their first seven games away but and it did tail off I think after a promising first few games it did tail off uh and it was a relief to get back to the home pitch obviously um even if it was a, a new pitch so to speak but yeah that's that's why if this is only the second home game uh, of the season for Hampton and Richmond and uh, arguably the biggest home game of the season not just you know what, what up to this point but of clearly for probably the rest of the season the overall will, you know we don't normally have segregation at Hampton and Richmond I think I can think of a handful of games where we've had segregation working and Oldham in the FA Cup and that was it you know uh, and I, I don't think that's any necessarily any reflection on on what Yeovil fans have done in recent times. It's more just the sheer numbers and the sheer logistics of it all. You know, the ground is not set up for 
not particularly well set up for segregation you know it hasn't had to do that and when it has done it, it's managed to to overcome its the obstacles and and the like and i'm sure it'll be it'll be fine on saturday but yeah those are just one of the things that make you realize how important this game this game is to hampton and i'm sure when you will go to all the other places this season yeah. that, that they would definitely be the the jewel in the crown shall we say Let's just delve into that a little bit because when it comes yeah. to the logistics of of grounds, we've seen it at Hemel Hempstead, we've seen it at Western Supermare. You've got to think about additional catering. You've got to think about facilities, simple things like toilets and things like that. How are yeah. the Oval fans going to get through? What What do you think the Oval fans can expect on Saturday and the people they're going to come up and, and sort of meet as they go? Yeah, sure. I mean, I can, and I will preface this with all the fact that I, whilst I was a director and was involved in the football club, <laughs> I've very much not been in recent times. That isn't a that isn't a slight or anything. That's just something uh, personally. I I just couldn't dedicate my my, my time to it essentially because there's just so much work to do. What I do know from uh, from obviously the bits in and around the club and the people I do know around the club, they're working really hard to make it the best experience possible for Yeovil. It is it, it will it, yeah. It does involve bringing things in, and obviously, as a, as a, as a football club, we don't normally have to do that. So the, these things these things take a little bit of time. Um, I'm sure the uh, in terms of welcome and the people around Hampton, you know, they'll they'll get a great welcome. It's a really friendly place to watch football. But um, if I'm if I'm honest, I would like to think it would be a little. It might be a little bit of. It might be a little bit cramped, and it might not. There might not be quite as many toilets as, as there should be, but um, I don't think that that's more to do with uh, circumstance and not just because we're trying to create an intimidating atmosphere for Yeovil fans. I think it's more, yeah, it's probably ideally. And again, I, I I wouldn't like you know ideally. I imagine that we would like to have had, or the football club would have liked to have had this game a bit later on in the season, yeah. purely because. We've had one home game, and there's been a few. There's been all sorts of work going on in the summer. So, um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. And 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 Yeovil fans made the best of it. The, I know that the pubs in and around Hampton are good. The World's End, the Railway Bell, are good pubs. And there's there's a great. Uh, if anyone does fancy uh, a curry, there's a place called Rucci's, which is literally two or three minutes from the entrance to the turnstiles. Uh, I would recommend that. But if you're listening to this tonight, it's probably too late for that. But yeah. It will. We shall. We shall see. But I'm pretty confident that yeah, uh, Hampton and Richmond have always overcome these things before when they've had to do it. And I see no reason why they wouldn't be able to do it this time. I think you, as much as anyone, would appreciate a, a Hewish Hugh cider space away guide. I'm sure yeah. <laughs> some of those uh, some of those establishments will feature heavily on Hugh's guide um, uh, for this Saturday's action. In terms of the football, then we, we've mentioned yeah. it was a little bit ropey at the start but actually you've got a couple of results recently Hampton have got a couple of results recently yeah. I should say including in the FA Cup much like the Glovers is it starting to click now for Hampton I would yeah I would say it is maybe not quite clicking as much as we would like or certainly the fans would like it's difficult playing all those games away and it's difficult yeah. having a there's a lot of transition and turnover of players at this level most of the time you know I think I think Yeovil have obviously brought players in but they were they were fortunate not to have to necessarily go through that process and it does take it a while for teams to get going of course but um yeah I think it started to click I think Seymour and and Bloomfield are starting to become the strikers that um yeah, Hampton fans thought they were going to be um yeah we do need to score 
more goals. Um, that's for, that's for sure. But that was a problem last season as well. And it, I mean, it's a problem for all teams, isn't it? If you if everyone wants a good striker or someone they know they can rely on, and it's it's as long as I've been at Hampton, apart from when Jamal Lowe was here, and obviously he's now playing Championship football, so he's probably the exception to the rule. Finding a good striker is really the key at this level, and I'd I'd argue that um, in Bloomfield and Seymour. Hampton have got some. I've got two good, good forwards. It's just them clicking a bit more and score. You know, Seymour scored a couple, and I really, I really quite like the look. I've seen even in pre-season, I could see that he had something about him. Um, he certainly knows where the, He certainly seems to know where the goal is and and, and aims for the goal at all opportunities. It's just he's not getting. He hadn't been getting the service probably, shall we say, early on in the season. But hopefully, that will start to click. I was going to ask you a question about Ben Seymour and you've pretty much stolen my question word for word because he had a short spell with us. And if you look back on it, it's probably defined by a missed penalty against Weymouth, but everyone missed in that penalty shootout. So I want to hold that against him. Um, But again, my, my notes says he seems to strike me as a player that's got something about him. He knows where the goal is. He just yeah. can't seem to find it. But you guys seem to be getting something out of him. Is that is that a fair assumption? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I I I I'd like to think so. I think. And again, I think it's just starting to see. You know, the consistency, especially again, he's come up from another level. You can still know where the goal is. You've got to see. You know, he's come up from Plymouth Parkway, and I, as far as I'm aware, he's been doing a lot of travelling still because he's still based down, down in the West Country, as far as I'm aware. But. I think there is there is definitely something there, and I, I like the look of him. And you mentioned there he missed a penalty against Weymouth. He scored the penalty against Weymouth at the first home game, which um, gave Hampton a much needed win after three defeats on on the spin. And it's, he took it brilliantly. You know, it was a, it was a high pressure penalty because there was there was a lot of pressure on Hampton to get a, a result that night, if 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 not um, all three points. And and he well five five minutes to go after his tireless efforts. Mm. He stepped up and, and slotted home nicely. So he seems a he seems a lovely he seems a lovely bloke off the pitch from the limited interaction I've had with him and seeing what people are saying about him. So obviously, again at this level, you get to see players more and more, and you just you see them in the bar afterwards, which is and which is a lot, which is one of the good things I think. Um, yeah. It's why I've got to know Jake Gray really well, another another former Yeovil player and captain, and. Um, arguably the heartbeat of the side when he's on form then the whole team t- is raised by him but yeah it's um it's 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 interesting and i think there's yeah there's there's a lot of there's some positives certainly to pick through but they do start need to start getting getting some points if they want to do what they want to do which again every team and every season i've been involved with hampton and richmond the playoffs have been a target they might have seen a lot a lot of target far in the distance but they've They've not done too bad and not been a million miles away on a couple of occasions. You mentioned Jake Gray there. He's a player that I look back on yeah. his time at Yeovil and think, I wonder if he was potentially a touch undervalued with everything that was going mm. on around him, with mm. the chaos, with the number of players, with the management, everything that was going on. We didn't see the best out of a lot of players. We mm. maybe then went on to see the best of a Carl Dickinson or a Courtney Duffus or whoever yeah. at that time. But actually, we never really got to see the best of Jake Gray. But he's he's turned into something of a cult hero. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, that? I would. Yeah, I mean, he's the. He, yeah, I would say so. I think people, I think all Yeovil fans realised what was going on at the time. Um, 
and it was difficult for all players. And uh, you know, having spoken to Jake, I, I know that he, he he would you know he wouldn't be shy to say that it was a difficult time for him personally, but and professionally. So, yeah, of course, um, that was arguably the the fiction one of the fixtures he looked for. And I know that was one of the things that even we we've mentioned. And you know, Yeovil Yeovil are coming to town, and of course, he'll be keen to do well, like any footballer is against their former club. We know, you know, not at, not anything out of malice or anything like that. It's more to do with you know, just to show people, Yeovil fans that probably didn't get to see the best of him, what 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 a good player he is, and like I said, he's not just our captain. He's he's the one that that starts things in midfield. He's got great creativity. He never stops running. Um, he is he's just a genuinely genuinely good good person who is also really good at football. And I think um, he's on his day. He's one of the best players in this league. Um, hopefully. He'll 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 show that to Yeovil fans and on Saturday and it would be nice. You know, I'm sure he, I, I wouldn't like. I can't see any reason why he would get a a, ba- a bad reception because again, there are there, there are players that sometimes do get bad receptions who don't deserve it or players that maybe do deserve it. Jake is just one of the nicest guys around and it just didn't work out for him. It's football, isn't it? You know, it, we you know, there's a lot of players at this level that things just don't work out for them. It doesn't mean they're a bad player or a bad person. It just means that the circumstances weren't right at the time, unfortunately. But We've touched on your split, split affinity on Saturday. What, yeah. What does Saturday look like for you? Are you looking forward to it? What colour scarf are you going to be wearing? <laughs> Have you thought about the logistics for you yet? All black, all black, neutral. <laughs> Referee, <laughs> no, go on. Uh, no, no, I think... Um, yeah, I was just wasn't expecting this, and again, obviously, t- recent more more recent times at Yeovil are, are, are much more positive. You know, there's even living in London and following what's going on, especially obviously mainly mainly through you guys, to be honest. But there's obviously a much better atmosphere and a much better feeling around Yeovil, and it's just so nice to know that people are going to Yeovil games with a smile on their face. I think, um, you know my smile didn't just get wiped off. I just, yeah, got whatever. I don't know what the the way to describe it. Obviously I stopped going to watch Yeovil Town. You know, that was, that was a conscious decision I made because of my disgruntlement with the, the people that were in charge and continuously in charge, making what I felt were the wrong decisions. Um, it's yeah, it's going to be strange. I, I won't lie. And, and there's part of me that's thinking, is this going to be, is it going to be too weird? You know, I've got loads of, I'm on a, I've been on a Yeovil WhatsApp group for, you know, the Capital Glovers WhatsApp group for 10, 10 years, whatever, you know, that, that there are people that I've gone to and had great moments with, you know, great occasions with, and they're going to be in the away end. Um, I don't think, you know, I think it probably makes sense that I, I go in the home end. Uh, it is it is a club that I've, I've done an awful lot for in more recent times. I also wouldn't want to take a ticket away from someone, uh, someone who's watched Yeovil more recently, shall we say, Um but yeah, it's 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 I, I it's going to be strange. Um, I'd love, you know, I won't lie. I'd love to see Hampton spring a spring a surprise because I think Yeovil will be all right coming in the season. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but um, uh, I think yeah, it would be it, it's going to be. And like I said, if if I could pick, you know, again, people like Jake and players like that, I'd like them to show their skill. You know, Seymour. You know, I'd love to see someone like that show their skills at high level. But it is obviously going to be the toughest game Hampton have had probably already and probably for the rest of the season. I said at the beginning of the season on this on the podcast, I think it, it was 
as long as Yeovil could keep their goal scorers fit, I think they'll I think they'll be alright. And I know there's been a couple of setbacks and on uh, you know in terms of results, but I I think the team are growing in. It seems from the outside looking in because I am from the outside in terms of up in London and not seeing every game. It seems that Yeovil are just starting to get into the groove, which is which worries me slightly from a Hampton perspective because I think <laughs> they could quite easily get too much in the groove on on Saturday and and and, and again it, that's just that's just the quality of players you know look at the Maguire Drew was on the bench the other day I mean that's just you know this level that's just that's a luxury that no other no other team I would have I would argue. So I'm trying to piece this all piece this all together now. We've got a Ben Seymour goal, uh, a Jake Gray yeah. goal, but Yeovil firepower. So we'll call that a Reese Murphy hat trick. Seems topical. So at the moment, yeah. I've got a three-two Yeovil win with a really yeah. spirited Hampton Richmond performance. Will we yeah. take it? <laughs> uh, I'd still take the point if I could, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, that would be nice wouldn't it? if everyone, uh, if if it all went, if it all went well. But yeah, it's it's gonna it's 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 another step. It feels like it's another step for Yeovil Town. The football club and 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 the fans, you know, it, I, when I saw that it was on a Saturday, I thought, great. There's no train strikes. Correct me if I and and it means that they're about there's to. Time it's yet. Not, there's time yet. We're, there's, we're recording yeah. this on a Tuesday. There's time yet. There's t- there is, but yeah, you know, the the train gets into Waterloo. The Waterloo train goes straight to Hampton. It's a good place to. It's a lovely place to watch football. Um, and I just yeah, hope it's. Uh, I, I'm sure that the the welcome and the facilities will be. Will be, you know, will be as good as they can be. So I, I really do hope that Yeovil yeah, fans enjoy it. And it is, I, it, I'm not just saying this because I've been involved with it, but it, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty decent, it's a decent non-league football club. And I really, you know, I hope, I hope everyone enjoys the day and 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 that football is the winner at the end of it. <laughs> oh, that's it, that has to be where we close this off. As long as football's the winner, yeah. we'll, take, we'll take that cliche and we'll pin that right at the top. It's it, yeah. Football Sometimes cliches the work. <laughs> They're beautiful, aren't they? I love a good cliche. Um, I'm not going to make you do a prediction or anything like that because football has to be no. the winner on no, Saturday. No. Seb, thank you so much. Enjoy Saturday for as much as you possibly can. I appreciate yeah, that yeah. it'll be a very strange day for you. Enjoy yeah. it um, in whatever way you can. I hope you get to see the Capital yeah. Glovers for at least one. In yeah, the, uh, yeah, in yeah. And pop, pop and say hello, and then uh, and they'll let you scurry off back to the uh, back to the yeah. home. So, um, <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. Enjoy, enjoy match day, and uh, I'm sure we'll catch up soon. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks very much. And keep up the brilliant work. You guys have uh, have done brilliant work, not just through the bad times, but also you're doing great work during the, the better times now. So, yeah, please. Yeah, well done to everyone involved at Glover's Cast. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Cheers, Seb. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris. He's found him via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from T. 